from the Boomer and the Babe studio at the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business and your best self. Now here are Tom Legering and Terry Munther. And welcome to Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. I'm Dr. Terry Munther, along with author and entrepreneur Tom Legering. Each month we get together on this program to discuss and share ideas for meeting personal and financial goals, improving the quality of our lives and the lives of others. We'll talk about the tried and true concepts found in the book Success or Failure, The Choice is Yours, and we'll hear from business partners and guests about their projects, their success stories, and how they're finding their path to a happy, healthy, and successful life and helping others to do so as well. We have such a guest on the program today. We're happy to welcome David Phelan, a counselor from Litchfield Park, Arizona, who has a private counseling um, company, and we'll be talking with him throughout the program. So thank you, David, for joining us. We hope those who are listening will join in the conversation by calling or emailing us with your thoughts and comments at blogtalkradio.com forward slash boomer and babe or www.successorfailure.org. Welcome to the program. Tom, David, welcome to you. And Tom, good to talk to you again. I'm still back up here in the cold and snowy Washington state, but hoping soon to get to Arizona. I hope you're doing well. Yes. Uh, good, good speaking with you two. We're, we're, uh, not not on the warmest side uh, right now, but uh, we're surely warmer than a lot of areas in the country. So uh, things are looking re- really good here. We're we're broadcasting today from uh, Sun City, Arizona, at uh, our golf course, uh, Sun City Country Club. And today we have uh, as our guest a, a gentleman that I've been working with um, and talking about. Uh, how to reshape the book because he's read it and I told him I'm having a problem getting people to start we a, um, a survey of, of the people that have bought and have the book, which is about 2,000 people that have looked at it. And what in the survey, about 30% said they'd actually had changes in their lifestyle, in their life, and the things that they're trying to achieve and got themselves on a road to actually living their life well and getting out of a pain zone. And uh, when I was talking with David, he was saying the reason that the 70% don't is because they haven't their pain in their zone isn't enough to get them to move. Like uh, Terry and I have worked with victims of domestic violence and homeless vets and different people with the book trying to show them how to make improvements to their lives and some people just don't get it and so what we're working I'm working very much with the book and trying to get the first part of it how do you get people to start how do you get them to give up their pain or their go nowhere lifestyle that they're living and I'll let uh, David start a little bit on that and uh, see how we can get get going to help people with that with that practice. I know in your practice you offer both counseling and coaching. What's the difference there? Yeah, that's a great question. I um, frequently 
have people asking me that. Counseling is really designed to help people who are suffering with specific mental illnesses, uh, depression or anxiety. Um, I work with bipolar disorder. I work with um, all sorts of uh, difficulties that, that people are having where you can see that there's a pattern of um, thinking or behavior that's leading to kind of uh, distress or impairment or both. Now, lots of people have uh, some anxiety in their life, and for some people that anxiety becomes debilitating. So when the, the mental health symptom becomes uh, causes so much distress in their life, so much uh, complication in their life that, that there really is impairment, that's when counseling is necessary. But coaching really is available for, for everybody who wants to have some kind of improvement in their life. And a lot of the strategies that I will use are similar in counseling and coaching. It really is about um, the level of debilitation that somebody is experiencing and the goals that they're looking for. So if a, it depends on the person where they're at mentally, right? Right. right. So if they're not able to accept coaching, then you have to do the counseling first. Is that kind of what it is? Well, right. Whether it's coaching or counseling, the person needs to be ready to um, receive help. Right. And, and that help can be from an individual. It can from, be from a book. It can be from some kind of web resource. But they have to be at the point in their life where they're ready to um, go outside themselves to, to seek additional resources which kind of goes back to what you were saying before in terms of the book and, you know, why why only 30% of the people that got your book benefited from it. Those were the people who are ready. Those are the people who are at that level of pain in their life that they're, that they're ready to do something different. Right, because I, I uh, had the, my first client, and I, I didn't write the book to as a, as a thing to help everybody. I wrote it for my kids. <clears throat> They would get squared away and not have to compete with their dad, or and they could live their own lives the way they wanted to. And uh, the, I gave the book to this um, as a door prize one time, and the lady came about two weeks later and said, you know, I'd like to sit and talk to you about this. And I, at our first meeting, she told me she's 76, she got fired, there was no prospect for her to have a job, and she wanted to uh, figure out what to do. And so we went through the steps in the book and figured out what she had, where her strengths were and what she wanted to do, and we combined those two things. So she took off, started her own business, and now she's 81 or 2, and I asked her, I said, well, do you have your exit strategy yet? She says, yeah, when I'm 100, I'm going to sell my business and move <laughs> to Tennessee with my daughter. That's so, great. The thing is that she was ready. Right. And so, I mean, but if there's people that are in the 30% in the, in the that are ready to to change, make changes in their lives and understand that where their life is going now reflect where they want it to go. Right. And so, David, I would I would also ask the question in your practice or your thought. Um, we know about the people that are ready. Those that are not ready, 
as you work with them, can you help get them ready? Or is, is that a self-motivating thing? Does it have to be hitting rock bottom or do they have to have a particular motivation? Or can someone on the outside such as you help them to become motivated, to be ready to start taking that first step? Yeah, that's, a, that's another really good question, Terry. Sometimes people come to my office seeking services, but they're not really ready to do the work. And what I've recognized is that these are, are people who are experiencing pain in their life, but for one reason or another are not aware of the pain. Maybe they're covering up the pain with drugs or alcohol, or they're um, involved in excessive amounts of entertainment, uh, video games, or um, partying, or uh, sexual relationships, those kinds of things. So they're experiencing the pain, but they're, they're covering it up with those um, pleasure-seeking activities. And so sometimes the work that we start with is just helping them to be aware of the pain that they're currently experiencing. And when that pain becomes real and present to them, that oftentimes is, is the spark uh, for the, the change to begin to occur. And I can do that as a professional, but, but I've been in situations where family members ha have um, made somebody aware of the, the pain that they're experiencing or it can be friends. I'm going to meet with a, a friend this afternoon, and, and we're talking about the things that are going in his life. I'm not really counseling him. It's, we're just you know, having a conversation over coffee. Um, but what's great about it is as we talk about what's going on in our lives, we can be agents of change for one another, and it's often, again, that, that process of helping one another to, to recognize the pain that's really going on, uh, as, which becomes the motivation for the change. And, and then, again, the next obvious step is when they realize, yes, I realize I'm in pain, um, but I don't know what to do about it. That's the next step, correct? Exactly, exactly. And if you've got great resources like Tom's book or, or coaching or, or, or people that you trust that, that have you know, a, a, a solid background in change strategies, uh, then that's something that you can use to your advantage at that point. Right. That's that's really why, um, Terry, that's really why David and I are talking because we both recognize that some of the work we're doing can be can develop synergism by us combining our efforts. I know that after people recognize and want to move forward, they can use the book and it started. So um, in, 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 in what we're talking about here, moving forward, um, so there's counseling and there's coaching, and then you also offer biofeedback. Uh, what is biofeedback and how does it help a person get results? So biofeedback uses medical technology to monitor different systems in the body. We can monitor respiration, heart rate, skin temperature, brainwave activity. And what we know based on research is that when we're getting good results, the body is operating in particular manners. And so oftentimes I'll start with a person and just do an assessment, kind of see where their body is. Is their body in balance or is it out of balance? Oftentimes, as an example, people with anxiety will have respiration patterns that are out of balance. And sometimes if you can just help them get their breathing regulated, the experience of anxiety will go away. 
So when I'm talking about medical equipment, probably the example that most people are familiar with is if you thought you had a fever, it might be appropriate to take medicine or go to the doctor. But you would only do that if you, in fact, had a fever. So to find out whether you have a fever or not, you would take your temperature. The thermometer is a biofeedback device. Okay. The thermometer doesn't tell you what to do. It just tells you what is going on in the body. And then if you find out you do have a fever and then there's some kind of intervention, like, like taking medicine, if the intervention is effective, the thermometer will let you know the body is now back in balance again. Oh. And so we can use biofeedback for mental health concerns like anxiety, uh, like depression, and can also use it for uh, peak performance. Um, there are many golf players who use uh, biofeedback. Uh, some uh, professional baseball players have used it um, to in enhance their game. Oftentimes, professionals are competing at about the same level, and so the differences between when somebody wins or not is not uh, as much about the um, their physical strength or their flexibility as much as what's going on with the mind and how the mind is interacting with the body. And so biofeedback helps the individual to become more acutely aware of what their body is doing. And uh, in that awareness, they're able to use their body more effectively. Oh, I, that, yes, I, I, I see exactly what you're saying, though, about uh, skill levels uh, in professional athletes are usually pretty similar. Um, because I mean, if you look at golf, it's not always the same guy that wins. Right. So, uh, what what makes some person all of a sudden stand up, and what you really want to do is figure out what caused them to do that so they can repeat it. Right? Exactly. That's, exactly. That's what the point is. Right. Okay. Excellent. Um, if someone wants to work with you now, how do they go about doing that? So they can get a hold of me uh, at my practice, and the information it should be available on um, the the um, Blog Talk Radio website now. And uh, they can uh, call me, they can email me, we can set up um, counseling or coaching right now. And um, you know, my interest is is helping people to get the best results that are possible for them, really, so that they can have the, a life that is the most fulfilling that it can be. That's, so. Would would the person have to know what they wanted help with? Not not necessarily. When I describe my work um, as a, a counselor or coach, the analogy that I use is driving. You know, if you're in Phoenix and you want to get to L.A., there may be more than one way to get there, right? But there are also going to be some ways that don't work. If you get out on the I-10 and you start heading east, it doesn't really no. matter how fast <laughs> your car is or how good of a driver you are, you're not going to get to L.A., and again, there may be more than one route. So my job as a, as a counselor and a coach is, first of all, to help people to figure out what the destination is. And then once they are clear about what their destination is, what are the best roads for them to get there? Uh, that, that's excellent. That's really what I try to do with, with the book is it's a path and it's a journey. And it's a, the ability of people to figure out where they want to be and where they – where most people want to be, uh, most books or self-help and things like that always talk about making money. Right. You know, make money, make money. And that's Napoleon Hill. And I, I've used his program seven times, and I've retired seven times using his book. But that didn't give me the, the fulfillment that I'm getting now in my this part of my life where I'm not 
chasing money. I'm just trying to do things that will help other people because that's what makes me happy. Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, finding out what makes you happy. I mean, I've done my work for my family. They, they're they set up and they're they're going about the things they want to accomplish and reaching goals that they want. And, you know, these are things that we all want to work on. But if, if they get on the journey, if they know where the journey is and what the end game is to live your life, Right. having balance in your life, having the financial wherewithal, that's enough for you. I mean, do you need a bigger yacht, or is having a little boat in your bathtub good enough? Right. You know, I mean, what what is it that makes you happiest? And so I, I think letting helping people get on that path and the journey and to recognize it and then know that through the book, Success or Failure, the choice is yours, that is true. The choice is the individuals, right? Right, absolutely. So once they once they know where they want to go, it's fairly easy to get them there. Right, Be- because the goals that most people desire, other people have already accomplished. Mm-hmm. And so once you know where you want to go, then it's a matter of finding a plan that's likely to get you where you want to be. And because somebody's already accomplished it, oftentimes if you just do what that person has done, you're going to get the same results. Right. But, David, you've read Tom's book, and there's like six chapters kind of step-by-step, and you've mentioned a couple of them, obviously, which are setting goals and then developing action plans toward those those goals. Uh, So I'm I'm sensing you see quite a lot of parallel between your practice and the book. Are there some unique parallels but also unique differences that, that you can offer? Yeah, there are definitely parallels, and that was why I was so enthusiastic about working with Tom. We had a, a, a mutual acquaintance who recognized that what Tom was doing in his book and, and the work that I've been doing was similar, and, and so she suggested that, that we get together, and that, that's how Tom and I met. And so, yeah, there's, there's definite similarities. And I, I think um, in, in terms of the differences, the... Um, the differences definitely fit together. The, the work that I do in, in biofeedback is as an example. Um, Tom's talked about having balance in your life and, and knowing the importance of um, maintaining um, physical health if you want to have success in your, in your life overall. So biofeedback is an example of taking care of your, of your body. So, so there are places where we're different, but it seems to me that those differences definitely fit together. One of the things that's really compelling for me is that, you know, when, when people come to my, my office, they're, they're experiencing some kind of pain or something isn't, isn't working, and so we're trying to figure out where it is that they want to go. And, and oftentimes what I suggest to them is if, you, if you're really clear about what is the purpose of your life, then that helps to inform what career you should pursue or what relationships you should be in. And so helping people to to get clear about what their own purpose is and then what's the purpose of my career, what's the purpose of relationships, what's the purpose of of families, uh, makes it a lot easier to figure out what the plan is going to be. So the 30-day program that Tom was was alluding to earlier, that's the whole idea. What's the purpose and what's the plan? So there's definitely uh, similarities. There are some differences, but the differences fit together, in my opinion. What... uh, Gary, what what um, Dave and I have been talking about is 
exactly what you mentioned is there are these similarities and now what we're doing is building a bridge. I think that's the proper way to look at it. We're trying to build a bridge. David is developing a 30-day program where people can contact him to get them up to the point where they realize that they don't that the path that they're on does not lead to uh living your life well. And so once they get off of that the train that they're on and get on this new path which is a 30-day program that David is developing especially to bring the people to the point in the book that says start where they can start on their path define what they want what their definition of success is and then through the book and through mentoring that you and I will be pro- providing people uh that's that's what the whole idea is is to build and work with David's program with the 30 days that he's going to put people in a program for that and then we will use our book and taking and mentor people and form uh mastermind groups for different occupations or different lifestyles that people want to have and we will build different mastermind groups that will help other people reach out so it's like a hand down to raise people up is once once you get to these different levels and then bring people up and with the purpose of not making all the money in the world but with doing the most good and living your life well so that you're the happiest. That's that's really – does that kind of – Yeah. 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 That, and that makes a lot of sense to me, too. And I haven't been there to to uh, meet you in person, David, or to speak with you, but but I'm excited about the, the bridges that we can build in, in, in helping people. Um, from then, since I've not seen your, your bio or, or been able to meet you, I was hoping for those that may be listening but have not gotten on the website – uh, if you could give us a little background, uh, your training, et cetera. But I'd also like to follow that up with, um, again, for someone on the outside listening, what does biofeedback look like? Does it hurt? No, no, not at all. So you asked a, a number of different questions. Uh, one, what's my background, you know, about biofeedback? And, and then I want to uh, talk a little bit more about the 30-day the program. So, okay. My background is, uh, so right now I'm a, a psychotherapist in private practice in Litchfield Park, Arizona. I've been doing that for 10 years. I've had my master's degree in counseling uh, since 95. And in addition to, to counseling, I've also worked in a number of different capacities in psychiatric hospitals and outpatient clinics. I've done work in uh, community development, helping uh, different uh, elements of the community like schools and the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA work together to address uh, community concerns, things like uh, teen alcohol abuse and, and um, uh, life satisfaction for the elderly. And, and in all that work, the common theme is you know, helping people to get the best results um, for themselves and, and for their organizations. So I've been, been working in the field of helping others uh, for, for 25 years. And um, what's really compelling for me is that wherever an individual is right now, uh, there's always room for growth. There's always room for development. And so uh, biofeedback is just one strategy for helping an individual to, um, uh, to get the results that they want. So when you ask, does it hurt? Well, does taking your temperature hurt? No. Uh, <laughs> 
Well, I'm being somewhat facetious, but I think right. people may may be wondering. So, how do you get biofeedback besides a thermometer? Are there electrodes? Is there's what's that look like? Right. So it, it, these are uh, services that are most often delivered in my office. And if we're measuring somebody's um, breathing, we put a respiration belt around them. If we're measuring their skin temperature, there is a clip that goes on the end of the fingertip. Um, the moisture on the skin, again, clips on the fingers. And, and uh, it, it, it's not painful. And these are devices that are able to detect very small changes in the body. So when you think about your temperature, you know, your temperature, if you have a, a temperature of 100.1, then you know you have a fever. Well, that thermometer is measuring to one-tenth of a degree. The thermistor that we use in my office measures to one one-thousandth of a degree. And wow. it, it, it's just a, a, a looks like a wire that gets uh, um, taped to the finger. Uh, and so it, it's, it, you know, all, all the interventions are, are completely painless. And unlike other interventions for mental health issues like drugs where something is done to the body, biofeedback is only monitoring what the body is doing and giving the information about what the body do, is doing to the participant through audio or, or visual uh, displays so that they can figure out what to do differently themselves. So nothing is done to the body. Sometimes, you know, with the neurofeedback we have sensors that are on the scalp and people are, you know, are, are concerned, well, am I going to get shocked? <laughs> you know, it's not, <laughs> yeah. not shock therapy. It's just really monitoring what the body is doing. Right. As my question was facetious, but exactly, uh, you got there. I mean, I think we've all seen that on TV or something, and people would probably wonder, you know, what is involved in biofeedback. And so you've given an excellent uh, description, and I appreciate that. Sure. And so Tom was talking about the 30-day the program, and so, again, my sense is that if you can help people to discover what their purpose is, then you can also help them to figure out a plan for their life being successful. And, and part of the reason that that works is because the principles that, go that govern the mind work as consistently as the laws of nature. So gravity works, and it works every time. Well, if you recognize that what the mind is doing is operating by principles, if you know what those principles are, then you can use those principles to your advantage. We were talking earlier about pain, and uh, pain is something that's constantly at play in our lives. We are trying to move away from sources of pain. We're trying to move towards pleasure, and sometimes we're not even consciously aware that we're doing that. So if we become aware that pain and pleasure are motivating us, then we can use that to our advantage. If we're not aware that it's what's motivating us, it, it's still going to impact our life, but oftentimes in ways that are, end up not being helpful to us. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I find that really interesting. And, and, and I guess my, my follow-up to that is, how, what's the discussion look like with a person trying to find their purpose? I, I think that would be a hard question. Um, especially for older people, maybe a younger person may, well, maybe that's not accurate either. Um, but again, as someone is looking toward a lifetime and a career, I can, I can see that discussion happening. But what about a person who has retired and maybe is looking for a purpose? How, how does that discussion look? Yeah. So, so the analogy that I use, if you 
think about if you wanted to hang a picture on a wall. So in order to do that, it would be helpful to bang a nail into the wall. Well, you can use a, a lot of different things to bang a nail into the wall. And say, so let's say you go to your toolbox and you've got a screwdriver and you've got a hammer. Can you use a screwdriver to bang a nail into the wall? Absolutely. You know, you can pick it up by the blade, you could hit it by with a handle, but you're probably going to ding up the handle, you may bend the nail, you may dent the wall. It's not really the, the best tool for that job. And how you know that it's not the best tool for the job is how the screwdriver is shaped. So a hammer is a better tool for that job because of how the hammer is designed. And, and the way that I think about things and, and help others to, to think about things is that each of us are designed in a unique way also. And so if we can look at our design, then it helps us to, to know what our purpose is. So just as, a, as sort of a, 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 a crude example, so I can look at my body and I can know with absolute certainty that my purpose is not to bear children. You know, so and, and, and my, my body's design is just one element of my design. And so if you help people to figure out how they're designed, that informs what it is that they should be pursuing in their life that will help them to get, to get the, the best results. And, right. and again, I, it, I, it doesn't I'm matter what age. And, and I, I know my purpose is not to become a professional basketball player. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny that you said that, Terry, because that's the that's an example that I use at my my practice all the time. MBA is not for me. <laughs> okay, so so I do like that, um, but again, the person who's saying, okay, I, I I see what my body can and can't do, but how do I still develop? I mean, for me, when I think of people thinking about purpose, it's it's a that's a big that's a big thought. It, it it's it's esoteric, um, you know. It's it's emotional. There's a lot of things about why am I here on this earth uh, that are bigger than body type. So can, right. can you get into even more detail there? Sure. So so when I think about our our design elements, I, so body is is clearly one of them. But also, you know, if you think about you know where that your where your body comes from you know that's from your gen, your genetics and your genetics are unique unless you have a an identical twin sibling the genetics that you have um you know of the 7 billion people in the world you are the only person that has those genetics and that's just the 7 billion people who are on the planet right now that's not all the billions of people who came before us or the billions of people who have come after us so you're unique in your in your genetics, which means that genetically speaking, you're the only person who can do what you can do. You're also unique in terms of your placement in history. Uh, you know, when you think about your your purpose, Terry, you said that it's not to be a professional basketball player. Uh, it, it, right. It's also not to be George Washington's uh, personal assistant. You know, right. where you are placed in history is, is unique. Uh, the the time that you were born, uh, the country that you were born. Um, Bill Gates, I, I say to my clients, has a lot of money, but as, money, as much money as Bill Gates has, he doesn't have enough money to be the son to my parents, to be the, the brother to my siblings. So our, our um, design is about our placement in history. It's about our experiences. So m my guess is that you can identify where you were on 9-11. You know, most uh, people, uh, most adults, 
today can do that. Even though we all experienced 9-11, we all each have an, a unique experience of that day. I was uh, halfway to Tucson uh, going to a seminar. You know, I've, I've had clients who were at uh, uh, ground zero. And, and so although we all went through it, our experience of it is going to be unique. So our design includes what's going on with our body, our placement in history, our, uh, ex our unique experiences, and again, all that informs what our purpose is. Now, I I've done a lot of work with um, different things like mission statements, and all, all that, a lot of those strategies are really complicated, and, and I'm a pretty simple guy, so I come across a an approach that I think is pretty simple. And so oftentimes what I do is just ask people to identify three of their challenges and three of their strengths. And if you, one way to, to, to think about your purpose is that because you're the only you, your purpose is to be the best you that you can be. And so if you look at your challenges and your strengths, those challenges and strengths are about who you are and how you're living right now. So if you can maximize your strengths and transform your deficits into strengths, you become a better version of yourself. So what career should you choose? You should choose the, the career that's going to allow you to become the best version of yourself that you can be. What, um, who, who should you choose as a mate? The mate that's going to allow you to be the best version of you that you can be, and also the person that you can help to become the best version uh, of him or herself. So, so just getting really narrow in terms of your focus of your purpose is to be the best version of you that you can be, and just looking at strengths and challenges is a very simple way to start. You really only need one of each, and, and, and you've got a place to start from. I like, I like that. That's a good, very good answer, and, and you answered my question perfectly, so thank you. Sure. I would say also to add to that is that what I think the way you, you pose the question is, how does how do they use the biofeedback to, like, say, a retired person? How do they figure out what they want to do in their in their uh, retirement? Or different people at different points in their lives, and they're trying to make changes, or they're they're not satisfied. They may not have pain right now. Some people are retired and they got everything that they plan to have, but that doesn't make them happy. So, they could still be looking for a purpose. I mean, a lot of you're right, Tom. I mean, a lot of the people we've we've worked with over the last couple of years. I mean, it's a big gamut from homeless and uh, people who are hurting to people who are retired and looking for a new direction. But it seems like there are so many people. And David, I'm sure that's what your practice is about. There are so many people that may be looking for a new direction and how and are looking for help to do just that. The, Terry, that's exactly what we're doing with the rewrite of the book. And see, where where I start with is I tell people to get started. Like, it's in my mind, if you're not happy doing what you're doing, fix it. Just change it. Well, there's other people that David has to talk to that don't have that attitude. I mean, I'm fortunate in the, my parents and my genetics in the fact that I know I'm responsible for me. Right. So I don't I don't really look for help the same way as some other people. If I want something, I set my mind, I go do it and that's it. But I found out that it's I don't have the problem and that's why I'm I'm appreciating 
working with David is that he can help people started. He can help them get to the point where they are, say, a retired person, and now they are at a transition, and they, well, what do I do with the rest of my life? What What is my epitaph? And that's what I tell people to write. What What's your epitaph? Uh, my thing here is I would take over the people once they get themselves squared away and know, okay, I want some changes. And then, Terry, what you and I are going to be developing is a mastermind group for different different like-minded people, whether they're retired people that want to help others, whether they're retired people that want a job and need more income, you know, and in what field should they go and how can they get fulfillment other than just money. So that that's the, the secret in my second chapter is having balance in your life. So once you get to a certain point in in my own self, I I tell people to write, their epitaph, and I've got mine started now. It's not completely finished, but this is an overview. Born in 1938, died in 2138. So since I'm not gone yet, I'm just going to keep on going. And then the third on it is Tom found success and then happiness. Happiness came from helping others achieve their successes and knowing the difference between success and happiness. Success is reaching your goals. Happiness is wanting the goals that you reach. And that's really what we're going to combine. We're going to build this bridge with the 10,000 hours of counseling and coaching that David's been doing to help people get to a point. And then what we can bridge them to is the journey where they define their success, they develop a balance in their life, they run themselves like a business for a profit with the I the profit is living their lives well. That's that's I think is is really where we're planning to take this whole whole endeavor. Does that sound yeah, it, it it does, and I I think even to put it in more simple terms for me is what what we're all trying to do, um, besides help ourselves as well, is get people unstuck. You know, so many yeah. people we've we've dealt with. I guess if you just wanted to use a simple term, they say I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a rut. I'm stuck in a job I don't like. I'm stuck not knowing what I want to do. I'm, et cetera, et cetera. I'm stuck. And uh, looking out my window at all the snow, I mean, there's a lot of cars get stuck. And what it takes to get them unstuck, first of all, is a plan to get unstuck. Is it going to take gravel under the tires? Is it going to take other people pushing? Uh, But it's going to take some people helping along with a plan to get unstuck. And I think that's what we're all about. You're you're right exactly on it. I mean, I, I talked to a gentleman the other day. He had... A, 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 what I would consider a decent job. He wasn't worried about getting fired. I mean, he's gotten awards at his job, and he was receiving a, a fair uh, salary, uh, especially above average salary for Phoenix. And he told me he was he was devastated. And I said, "Well, what what's uh, what's the problem?" And he. He was an immigrant, so he's from another country, and in that country that the the first son is the one that has to get the money and support all the other ones. 
So you can have a lot of people. He's got his own family, and then he's got his wife's family, and then he's got his mother and father and her mother and father. Well, his salary doesn't didn't go anywhere near that, and he was he said he was devastated because he was ten thousand dollars in debt and had no idea of how he was going to pay it off. I just told yeah. him I said. I'm glad you're in America. Ten thousand dollars worth of debt is no shame. The only shame is it's so low. <laughs> I mean, you could be out of that in no time at all. And yeah. I said, "How much time does your job take? And how much time do you sleep? And then how much is left over?" And so we just went through some things. And I said, "What do you? What can you do if you stay at your job? What business would you want to be in?" Because being a foreign person, born, uh, I mean, he's highly educated, and uh, he had all these degrees. And I said, well, you must want to do something besides the job you've got. And he said, yes, and we figured out what that was. And it, I, I showed him a way just by talking. He, fa- he had the way in his own mind, but I just showed him how to make the connection with his present job was something that that job wanted that, that his supervisor wanted that job to expand to a thing that he could offer these other people, which led to him making more money than and he went from one week where he was despondent enough to maybe take his life to three, four, five weeks later after talking with myself, and I'm saying maybe less than three months later. Uh, he called me back and and told me that everything was working perfect. He's never been this happy in his entire life. He's got every perspective. He's got his goal sheet up. He reads it every morning and every night out loud. And he's got it in his subconscious that he's going to be successful. But he knows what the financial part is not just having multiple amounts of money, it's having a balance in his life. And so now he's in a place where he feels he can balance the obligations he has to his family and other people with the obligation he has to himself. So if you don't don't have an obligation to yourself, you're never going to be happy. You've got you to address those points. But anyway, that, that's part of what, what we're trying to build here in, in uh uh, David, you're you're working on this 30-day program, and I, and you're actually working with um, using results from your 10,000 hours of counseling, but you're actually working with new people, new people. as they come through, right? Right. So, so what's happening is that, uh, as Tom mentioned, I've done 10,000 hours of counseling, and what I find is that. I oftentimes am using the, the same examples, uh, the same lessons, and the disadvantage of counseling is that I'm only working with uh, one person or maybe a family at, at a time. And so as I've worked with Tom, he's been really inspiring, and, and so one of the things that I thought about is how can I expand my reach? And so uh, the idea of the 30-day program came about, which is that to take the lessons that I've used over and over and over again in counseling and coaching and develop a a, a web-based interactive tool that individuals can go through those same lessons 
and get the same advantages that they could uh, in working with um, a counselor or coach directly. So early in my career, I found audio programs to be really helpful. And so I would listen to the audio program and then oftentimes would, would listen to it over and over again just to try to extract as much content from it that I could. One of the disadvantages of the audio programs were that oftentimes the instructors were asking people to do activities that ended up being necessary to really get the most out of the material that would come later in the program. Well, if an individual didn't do that activity, then they really didn't get the full benefit. Right. And so the idea of the interactive uh, web program is that those activities you'll do right um, uh, on the website. Uh, it will be um, activities that are designed to move your life forward, but then as you do those activities, it will unlock the additional content. So there's a motivation built into the system for you to do the things that are, are going to end up being beneficial to you. And then once you've unlocked the content, then the audio portions of it will be available uh, via podcast so that you can listen to that same content over and over again so that you can extract as much out of it as possible. Okay, so you get repetition. Right. Because usually you only remember 5% of what you're hearing anyway. Yeah. And if you write notes, you can do 15%. Uh, but if you have it, like with our technology today, you can capture that information and keep listening to it until you extract everything you want out of it. You may not want 100%. Right. You may want only 70%, but you can get the data that you need to make make your informed decision. So when people are, are going to – the way you're you, – the program's not designed yet, but you're in like – is it – uh, a, a, it's a 20-day program that will go over 30 days, right? Right. So, so the idea is a 30-day program, and there will be 20 lessons in the 30 days, and then the the additional days are are uh, recap days. So, so if somebody started on a Monday, they would do five days of of content, and then Saturday and Sunday would be days for them to recap what they've done. Uh, over the past week, as well as planning for the upcoming week. Okay, so would would you define it as as coaching? That, but I mean that's the way I'm seeing it. It might be like coaching, but if they needed counseling, then how would they go about getting that combination? So, uh, so again, uh, via the the web-based program, they'll have opportunities to contact us for more assistance. It could be that they want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. It, um, it could be uh, group coaching, like the mastermind that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So there'll be a lot of different ways for people to be involved to be able to get the help that they want. Right. Uh, in, in, in my concept of what I'm trying to build for the book is different uh, specialties like real estate, which is my background. I have 55 years of real estate. And so... I want to be able to put a group of people together that would actually pay to join some minimal amount of money so that they're they they have some skin in the game so right. that they make sure that they're do it uh up to fifteen to thirty people maximum, but people that are in the business or they they don't have to be licensed but they could be investors or they could be agents or they could work for a loan company, or they could, you know, 
a group that is going to work and build things. Uh, like uh, my son, is, is who's co-author of the book, is in property management. And if you read in the book, there's a, a exhibit, uh, Appendix D, there's a whole program about how people can work together uh, with that kind of a model. And there's uh, the today's thing about flipping where people to go to meetings and then they want to charge you $33,000 for the information. Correct. Uh, you know, that is that is such a, a scam. But the whole idea is where people are actually have a goal, so whoever gets into the group would have to be part, have the same kind of goal right. as the group. Right. And they want to use real estate as part of their portfolio. Right. So if they're not real estate owners, they wouldn't be able to be in it. Right. They have to want to use that as part of their portfolio. And the goal is that's what balanced life is, is that you get money invested so that it works so you don't have to go in. Exactly. Money comes in, you don't have to go in. And real estate is one of the investments that a person that's open to most people, uh, whether you're part of a group or whether you're individually investing, uh, and how you do that for the for the benefit of yourself so that you can then have make decisions. Well, if I got the money that I need, I don't have to make more money. Uh, I can just do the things I want to do. Right. I can I can give back. And like Terry, you were talking about people that um, – uh, are retired and looking for different things, and I know you got a license to you changed locations to to live in your retirement, and, that, and I'm glad you came to, to Arizona and Sun City, and uh, I know you brought some of your friends down here. So, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a, Piper uh, Sun that's City exactly Country what Club. I'm talking about. You know, because yeah. there's yeah. there's a good reason for us. You know, when you have friends and you're in different parts of the country, well, then as you, you age and then you're the, all in that same group, well, you should be living together and retiring where where it's a benefit and you don't have to give up those friendships. But that's living a balance and having a balance in your life. You have to have the financial well-being, and then you can have the other part. A lot of times people don't see it that way. They don't. They think I got to make more money. I got to make more money, and all they do is pay more taxes and do things that that are stupid. You know, uh, when they need to be having money that they invest in themselves. That's the first investment. Pay off your debt, get out of debt, accept good debt, which is real estate or hard assets in a soft money world. Right, debt that makes you money. Yeah, that's that's the whole point and pay it off with cheaper dollars. That's a whole different subject than what we're talking about. But the idea is to get financially fit so that then you have the ability to make decisions to help other people. And that's that's really what the whole program is about. I mean, what you're trying to do is help people live their lives better, right? Right, balanced. Right. Balanced life, and that means doing things that sometimes you don't want to do because you have to get them done and you're obligated because you made commitments to do them, well, you have to live up to your commitments. That's just part of being a 
good human being. And then you learn later on, don't commit yourself if you don't want to do it. <laughs> but having that knowledge is, I think, very important. Now, I want to get back to the 30-day program because I, I, I know that's that bridge, and I'm looking at it as coming across and then being able to help people. So they they would be able to join your program. I mean, I know you haven't got all the details worked right. out, but it would be a web-based program Correct. to start. Right. And then if they have problems, then they'd be able to contact you by phone, phone or they could probably use Skype to Skype or email, right? And email you back. So with the technology we have today, I mean, I'm 76 and I just bought my first phone <laughs> that I carry around. So, you know, I mean, life is is changing all over. Right. But uh, you know, so well, people that that are not good with computers, will they be able to contact? You, I mean, it's yeah, web-based, but... Yeah, it's it's web-based, but it, it's very simple. I mean, if you can type, then then you'll be able to, to do the interaction that's necessary. Okay. You don't have to be a, a computer geek to be able to benefit from it. Okay, so then if they couldn't type and maybe they were infirm, they could probably have somebody log on for them right. so that they could... So, yep. so there's ways to do everything. Right, if exactly. they If they want to get the help, if they want to use their pain and... When we talk about pain, we're, it, it's not necessarily physical pain where I broke my arm. Right. It's a combination of, it could be physical pain because my brain is overloaded and it's trying to shut my body down from doing more things that are harmful to right. me, right? Could, so could be physical, but most of the time it's emotional. Emotional pain. Right. Things that stop you from getting the things that you want. Right. Or even knowing the things you want, right? Right. Because right. if if you're doing the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and all the other stuff that to 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 an extreme, uh-huh. I don't mean right. normal use of of good things. But well, rock and rock and roll is okay, Tom. Yeah, I, I, that, that's what got me. That's what got me stopped, Terry. I, I had know that you guys play good music, and so I I kind of stumbled over my own tongue on that one. So, so but uh, okay. And then, um, what would happen if someone had difficulty in in contacting you. Right. So so if they're having difficulty with, with the web program, they'll be able to contact us again, phone, email, there'll be um, help buttons on, on the, the site. So it'll be very easy for people to get the help that they need. And, you know, sometimes the help may just be, I need I need help figuring out the, the website, but it might be, you know, I'm going through this program and I realize that I've got more problems than I thought I did. So I, I want to talk with somebody individually. So, so at whatever uh, level of help they oh. need, they'll be able to get it. And then also, as they're going through the program, they may they may discover, hey, I would really benefit from Tom Legring's program, and and so we'll be able to to connect them into that also. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's really how the program will be related to success or failure, the choices. Correct. Use, right. So, right. they once they get to the point where they know they want to give up the things that are that are causing them their pain. Right. They want. They want to see a different journey, or they've now decided to go to L.A. and they see they're going to New York. Right. Um, they then could come in and look at our journey that would take them to a place that they want to. Exactly. So, so with the 30-day program, what, what we want is for people to be clear about what their individual purpose is, 
as well as have uh, clarity about the principles that are governing their mind, their emotional states, their behavior, and then from that develop the plan to get them to where they want to be. And part of that plan may be working in real estate or um, small business yeah. coaching or, or the things that that, uh, that that you do, Tom. Yeah, that anything that, that makes the person, you know, that they have an interest in promoting. Right. So if they want to help other people, like Terry and I work with victims of domestic violence and homeless vets and uh, different people that are at the bottom. We also work with people that are at the top. Right. I mean, you know, they have... You would look at them and say, my God, the person has everything. And then you find out they're not happy. Right. Well, that's because their first, and that's happened to me seven times in my life, where I reached my monetary goal and I had the things I wanted, and then I figured out, well, I didn't want that. Right. I only had a monetary goal. Well, you got it. Okay, now what? Right. So that that's part of it. Uh, when do you think your program will be live? I mean, you're, it's a 20-day program, and you're in the ninth day now. Roughly. So we're we're shooting for launch in August of 2015. So okay. this summer. Okay. Yep. By this summer. Okay. And hey, then, as, as the moderator of this group, I need to remind us we've got just a couple minutes left before they're probably going to cut us off. And so, uh, David, besides just thanking you, I wanted to give you an opportunity if there's anything else you wanted to share or let people know how they can contact you. And then uh, for you to know also, I look very much forward to getting back to Arizona and meeting you in person. Yeah, I look forward to meeting you as well, Terry. So my, um, I can be reached uh, at, at the office at 623-330-3197. And my email address is david at davidphalen.net. And again, that information will be posted on the uh, Blog Talk website. Great. Tom, any, anything else? Just uh, very happy to uh, have this show started because I think this is really the start of a great collaboration where uh, the things that I found that the book did not do and the people that would read a chapter and then tell me that they stopped, and then I'd ask them, well, did you get what you wanted? Has anything changed in your life? Well, no. Do, do you think if you read all the way through the book it would help? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they say that, right. but they don't, they don't do any. I mean, you know, and I don't know if they're just being nice or if they're being naive, but, you know, it's one or the other. It's yeah. if really want to make changes, we're going to develop a program that will help you. And so what I would like to end with is letting all of our listeners know that we're, we're building this program. So if you at this time have some problem that you're working on and you don't know how to solve it, contact us and let us help you get involved uh, we're looking for people that will be part of our um, our mastermind group. If you're in real estate or real estate related, or if you want to start your own mastermind group, we will help you set it up. If you have a, a, a cause, you want to help uh, certain people, anything that shows balance uh, where people get to enjoy themselves, they take care of themselves financially, then they reach out to help other people. I'm 100% behind that, and I'll work with anybody that has those kind of aspirations. 
Great. Thank, thank you both. Uh, a lot of learning today. Uh, it was a great, great show. Um, I learned that Tom's a real failure only at retirement. Everything else he succeeded in. <laughs> And probably that my analogy of getting stuck in the snow won't work in your practice in Litchfield Park, David. But other than not. that, <laughs> hopefully not. I, other than that, I think everything was really valuable. I hope it was to our our listeners as well. We want to thank you for joining us on Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. We hope you'll join us next month. We go live at 9 a.m. Phoenix time on the last Wednesday of the month or any time you can join us on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash boomer and babe. In the meantime, feel free to comment, join in the discussion by emailing us at successorfailure.org. Once again, this is Dr. Terry Munther and Tom Legering reminding you that success or failure, the choice is yours. Success or Failure with Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Success or Failure is a Boomer and the Babe Enterprises radio production. Contact them at boomerandthebabe.com.